Hello, welcome to the RunSack podcast, the podcast for local running news, results, previews and features. Hey, welcome to episode four. I'm Andy Vickerman and this is RunSack, Staffordshire and Cheshire. Hey, I've been busy this last week. I didn't manage to make it to the Stone 5 because I was helping out at a Couch to 5K course. Then on Saturday, I did the Whammy Park run. I was meant to be doing it steady as part of a long run, but pushed too hard, which meant it turned into a bit of nothing, really. It wasn't either a hard park run or a good long run. And then on Sunday, I was at Burton 10, helping out with the timing. So what have we got coming up in this episode? We've got the local news. We've got a race review. We've got the results. The Facebook question, an interview, fixtures, and the competition. Right, it's about time for a bit of run sack news. Uh, let's start with part run. On the 15th of June, Hanley Park Run is cancelled. So you'll need to find your way to another one, uh, either in Isabel Trail, Stafford, Canic Chase, Crewe. Macclesfield, the Whammy, or anywhere else in the country or world, maybe. North Staff's Cross Country League, the AGM, has been done and will continue in 2019-2020. Penkle Peaks has been cancelled, is the news on the grapevine, uh, citing Stoke-on-Trent City Council issues. Uh, and North Staff's Roadrunners Association... The next race is the Westbridge 5, so get signed up if you're within that group. This week's race review is the Burton 10. Burton 10 is in Burton-upon-Trent, which is an industrial town on the River Trent in East Staffordshire, according to Wikipedia. Um, it's known for brewing. The town originally grew up around Burton Abbey and Burton Bridge was the site of two battles. The race itself goes over Burton Bridge, which is uh, next to Burton Bridge Brewery, so you see all the sites that Burton has to offer. Uh, the race is located at Meadowside Leisure Centre, which is just in the town centre virtually, uh, next to a place called The Wash, which The Wash is where the race finishes and starts, which is a green area next to the river and next to the car park of Meadowside Leisure Centre. It's organised by Burton AC, who are based at Shobnall, but travel to the other side of town to host this 10-mile two-lap race. The Amount of runners was up to 350 and I believe there was 304 entered for the day. The weather was nice. It was warm, slightly cloudy. Um, there was a nice atmosphere as everybody was milling around just before the run. Um, at quarter past nine, there was a fun run, which was called the Mike Castle Memorial Fun Run. And that was in memory of the organiser's husband, uh, yeah, so onto the race itself. There was an arch put up by Utoxeter Roadrunners. They were using chip timing for the first time this year. Um, there was a team prize. 
and there was also the top three there was an under 20 prize and then there was the veteran prizes so the race started they all shot off um, there were some good runners by the looks of things on the start line so we'll see how they all got on uh, they came through there was two chaps came through together after the first lap and I think they recorded about 27 minutes on the first lap, which was obviously five miles. And they went round to do the second lap, and they finished in 53.55 from memory was the fastest. You'll find out in the results. Um, yeah, so uh, there was a couple of people there that I recognised. There was Phil Thomas, Adam Tyson, and Bill Mack. So let's see how they got on. I'm here with Phil Thomas. He has completed the Burton 10-miler. Hiya, Phil. How, was, how did you get on today? All right. Yeah, not so bad. Uh, slightly off my half-marathon pace. So, But, yeah, just a nice, long, slow training run. Well, not slow. Fast. Great. Fast run. And it was a two-lap course. What was it like? Two laps. Yeah. No, nothing, on, nothing too adverse for me. So people were talking about a hill at the beginning before we started. Uh, but, yeah, for, for me, from the pottery, that wasn't really a hill. Just a slight incline. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, obviously, you do that twice in the race. Fantastic. But yeah, no, really good. Uh, one so, point something miles around the park, so that was really nice and uh, picturesque. It's a nice atmosphere, isn't it? Yeah, nice it is. atmosphere. We've got the good weather, so well, yeah, it's yeah. quite warm. But yeah, a bit overcast, mm -hmm. so I'm not going to frazzle. <laughs> but, yeah, Great no, work. Good well, course. Thank you for the place. No problem. <laughs> and anyone else? Just remember, we have competitions every week. Yeah. Well done, Phil. Anyone can win. <laughs> exactly. See you, See you later. I'm here with Bill Mack from Stone Master Marathoners. He's completed the Burton 10 today. How was it? Uh, tough. Lot, lot tougher than I expected, Andy. But uh, yeah. good fun, what as was, usual. What was the course like? Uh, undulating at best, hilly at worst. Ah, right, OK, great. And it was two laps. Um, yeah. There's a bit of off-road, isn't there? Yeah, um, yeah. That's all, it's, all it's that, technical, what I've seen though, here. It, as you come round the river at the top, there's mm. a lot of right-angle bends where you cut into yourself, so it breaks your pace. Great. Uh, and where did you finish? 98. Yeah, great yeah, stuff. Not bad for an old no. fella. No, too right. I'll catch <laughs> I'll you up. clean. You've still got more air than me. <laughs> um, uh, and it's a nice atmosphere, isn't it? It is. Yeah, really enjoyed it. it. Well marshaled. Um, just everything's nice about it. Brilliant. Well, well done, Bill. Thanks, I'll Andy. I'll see you at the next race. Take care, mate. Thanks for that, chaps. Yeah, so on to the finish of the Burton 10. It was a, it was a good finish. You can see them coming across the the famous Burton Bridge, and then they drop down a ramp, which brings them onto the level with us, really. And it's good running to the finish. There's a good crowd there waiting, and Ken and Sue were announcing your name as you're coming towards it. Yeah, they cross the line, collect your medal and get your flask. Um, there was live results where you could search your own results or see the scrolling results. And then there was water from, well, novelty water drums. They were in a beer barrel. So you just pour your water out of a beer barrel. I was a bit disappointed at first, it had to be said. Um, yeah, Derby Runner were there, selling merchandise, and there was also a sandwich van. Fantastic volunteers there on the day, always willing to help. Um, and there was even some from other running clubs, you talked to roadrunners, etc. So, yeah, well done to Burton AC, and I look forward to seeing you next May. The huge fixture list last week means that we've got lots of results to bring you this week. So let's get on with them. 
Stone 5, there was 300 people running and the winner was Daniel Saltis from Stone Master Marathoners in 29.57. He finished ahead of Neil Tapp and Simon Hodgkinson in third place. In the ladies, it was 33.40 for Kelly Butler and she beat Emma Taylor and Nia Noakes. On to the Crystleton 5K on the Friday night. There was 427 finishers, with the champion being Daniel Cliff in 14.50 from Liverpool Harriers. He was four seconds ahead of Jay Ferns. And Kirsty Longley, uh, 17.18. She was from Liverpool, Pembroke and Sefton. In the Chester Ultra 100, uh, a note for the organisers, it took me a while to find these results because black on red is not good for colourblind people. Um, but... On to the results anyway. Charlie Sharp, 18.04, that's 18 hours and 4 minutes, was still 2 hours and 15 minutes ahead of John Park. And Victoria Owens in 32 hours, 39 minutes, won for the ladies' race. There was 38 finishes only in the Chester Ultra 100. It may have something to do with it. There was no hotel rooms because at the Chester Half Marathon on the Sunday, there was 4,307 finishers with Mohamed Rezek finishing in 64 minutes 28, which was five minutes clear of second place. Mohamed's from Ultrincombe and District AC. And then we've got a name coming up again for the second time this week. Kirsty Longley, she had a great weekend. Not only did she win Crystleton 5K, but she also won the Chester Half Marathon in 1 hour 19.03. On to the Anderton Boatlift 10K. Uh, it looked a really interesting trail run, actually, when I was just looking at the map. So if anybody's got a review on that, that would be fantastic. 317 finishes. Gary Bailey in 36.39, who runs for Pudsey and Bramley, won the race with Emily... Jaycock uh, in 43.06, winning the ladies' race. The Burton 10, Lloyd Biddle, 53.55 from Mercia Fell. He finished in 22 seconds ahead of Christian Watson from Hena. There was 260 finishers and Emma Pick won the ladies' race, who runs for Peel Roadrunners. She was well th over three minutes ahead of Susan Harrison. Onto the Donna Louise 10K. Uh, Dominic Plant won in 38.05 and Livy McGreevy won in 47.52. Apologies, there's no club information on the results there, so it's lacking some information. But there was 290 runners that finished. Uh, well done for supporting such a good cause. Good evening, Runsackers. Can you hear the birds tweeting? I am in Silverdale on the country park overlooking a glorious lake. I've come here to interview some people who will hopefully inspire you to push yourself just that little bit further. I'm here to see High Performance Runner. High Performance Bio says, information, insight and training advice for serious runners. Any question about training, just ask. Make a donation only if you feel we've helped you. Oh, hang on. I can see some dots appearing rapidly. Let's go and have a chat with them. High Performance Runner is 
organised by John Danahay, and I've got John here with me. He's just going to explain a bit about himself, basically. Um, right, yes, I, I think I've been around as long as anybody uh, in terms of running uh, in uh, North Staffordshire since the uh, early 80s at least. Um, raced in pretty well every event that, that, that you can do from um, 400 metres on the track up to um, uh, Sky Ultra a few years ago, Peak Sky Ultra a few years ago, so I've done everything uh, really, uh, but mostly um, track and cross country for City of Stoke for more than uh, 30 years. And so uh, picked up obviously an awful lot of experience, uh, made an awful lot of mistakes. Um, and um, the reason I do this now in terms of coaching and advice is to try and avoid other people making the same mistakes. Uh, so I've learned an awful lot over the years and hopefully I can pass that on. That's good, Bruce. 232 through there. 55. Paul Lindsay, 249, 250. Great stuff. Whistle for the whistle. Three, two, one, in you go. Okay, so we've set them off on the second rep. So what what brings you to Silverdale, John? Why do you think this lake is so good for training? Um, it's uh, off-road, it's a flat surface, uh, it's off-road but a flat surface, um, it's flat um, as much as it, it, as it can be around the pool and it's just under uh, half a mile and it's a nice kind of distance um, that um, uh, for repetitions of the kind that we're doing, three or four minutes, I can see them come through uh, on, on, on the repetition, see what kind of time they're doing, at a, like a split uh, and also I can actually, from the stage here, I can see them pretty well all the way around you so can, I can see, can't you? I yeah. can see exactly uh, what they're up to so it's so a bit it's a bit like being like an athletics track what is uh, the distance of the, um, of the it's, it's, a, it's about 750 meters so, so it's just under just under two laps yes. of the track so that's yeah, ideal really yeah, isn't it, it you know and, and when they're doing we normally do three or four minute um, reps around here they'll always come through uh, this this point uh, through 750 meters that the, the athletes most of the athletes that we have here are running um, six minute miles or just over six minute miles or faster right down to sort of 430 440 miles so the athlete, athletes that we've got that are running not just tonight just in general for yourself how long does it take them to do a lap roughly um, the fastest guys I think the record is 215 wow. which is about sub 440 mile pace um, on a trail with a, with a little bank, uh, obviously. So so pretty quick, and they'll do six of those. So I, I'm basically, I'm not going to get the Strava segment for that then. Uh, well, <laughs> it, it, practice. Practice, it's practice makes perfect, um, yeah. Um, and that, that is one of the things we do, you know, is we repeat the same sessions quite a lot so that people do learn how to cope with the uh, pain. It's one of my little mm. sort of strategies, really, is that... Um, um, it's nice to have different sessions, but if you don't know where you are, then how do you know if you're improving? Yeah. Um, so I like to repeat things quite regularly every two or three weeks and, and they can see exactly what they did last time and, and it pushes them on to do better. The surface here is fairly gravelly. How much would you say that affects the performance compared to a road or a track? Um, it, it obviously slows them down a bit, but that's fine because if you're going around a narrow uh, a, a lake like this or the track, um, basically your Garmin or something will show you a faster time than you're actually doing. Well done Bruce, 233, 234, keep it going. 
Um, so um, it offsets that, so it's an equivalent pace to the track or yeah. the road. So the, um, at the end of the day, they'll yes. run faster, won't they? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks faster than it actually is, that's what I'm saying, because yeah. of the going around a pool, your Garmin always shows a faster time. Mm-hmm. Um, well done, Amy, that's good. Well done. 257, 2.58. What's the session tonight? Um, we're doing uh, three-minute reps, um, approximately 5k uh, effort. Um, we're le- less worried about the pace with it being the trail and so on, but the effort that they put in is at least uh, 5k, maybe slightly faster. Um, and they have 90 seconds recovery, keep moving, uh, jogging between the uh, reps. There's no, no stopping and, and having a rest, really. Um, and we've just, I've just found over the years it's a level where um, it really brings people on in terms of their... Um, 5k and 10k uh, performance um, it's it's really stretching them right at the top end of their aerobic capacity uh, right close to vo2 max really yeah. um, on these reps so it and works very well i noticed um, a post that you put on the other well maybe today actually saying that if you want to run fast you've got to run a fast 5k and that'll help all your other distances um, um, yes and this is this is part of the training for that 5k mm-hmm. it, it um uh, that, that's the case because basically I think um, VO2 max one of the best ways of measuring it is what time you can do over 3k um, so about um, okay. 9, 10 minutes 11 minutes of running for a fast right. runner um, so 15, 20, 15 to 20 minutes 21, 22 minutes whatever, 5k is obviously extending that further mm-hmm. so you get a bit of extra endurance in there but it's a really good test of any runner um, you know the, the, the people with the best um, uh, VO2 max the best uh, oxygen uh, uh, best cardiovascular systems generally basically will run fast 5k's and everything else becomes that little bit easier if you know if you if you running at this intensity you only have to back off about 10 seconds a mile to feel much more incom- much yeah. more comfortable um, so that's the way it works it, it, you know you, we, we, we work very hard at the top end but we don't do very much. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say the maximum we'll do is 20 minutes in total of effort. Okay. Um, so they're not long sessions. Fantastic advice. Uh, 2.35, that's good, Bruce. Who do you train and what other sessions do you do? Right, um, quite a range of runners of different uh, types really now, uh, ranging from Will Neal, who um, ran the World Mount- Long Distance Mountain Running Championships uh, for Great Britain. Uh, last summer um, to uh, runners from uh, places like Shrewsbury, um, Matt Hall, who, who's uh, um, running 5,000, 5K and um, cross countries very effectively, won the North Wales Cross Country League uh, this winter. Um, and then with the women, I'm, I'm gradually picking up more women in my uh, group. <laughs> A couple of people who did the marathon, London Marathon last week, uh, um, Emma Weston and Lindsay Dixon ran um, 3.18, 3.15 respectively, wow, so fantastic. improving. Um, tonight as well, we've got Amy Neal here, who was sort of top, top uh, six or seven in the North Stash Cross Country last winter and improving, improving all the time. Um, but a range, uh, a range of runners, and, and it's not necessarily all sort of coaching. Um, I, I really, as my website says, I just give advice mm-hmm. uh, to some people. Some people come and go. Um, you know, I have people who come and train on the sessions uh, like this on a Tuesday night, and then they do other stuff that I set them in some cases, depending on what event uh, they're, they're aiming for. So um, I do 
um, organised sessions on a, on a Tuesday night and then I do other sessions uh, including hill sessions and other run group runs uh, other times during the week not necessarily organised um, on the same kind of basis every single Tuesday will be here in the um, uh, in the summer um, at six o'clock um, at Silverdale Country Park uh, and then in the winter when obviously there's no light uh, we go up to Keele University and run around the new part of the um, uh, the the estate up yes, there, yeah, where, um, the, where there's a one kilometer the uh, circuit. Places, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right, and it's it's perfect for winter uh, reps. No traffic, and it's lit uh, all the way around, and it's exactly one kilometer uh, long. Uh, because we pretty well stay on most of the same sessions um, on a Tuesday night all year, because they are just so valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and everybody does them, whether they're doing a marathon or whether they're doing, uh, well, 1,500 metres in one or two cases they've done. And they've all ran well. Everybody's ran well off the sessions I can uh, tell, that yeah. we've done. So, uh, on, Bruce. Yeah. 2.36. Yeah, make the last one a good one. OK, so Bruce has just gone off on his final lap. He's the last person running now. So, anyway, John, how... Would somebody contact you if they wanted to get involved in these sessions? Um, the best way is via uh, the website um, www.highperformancerunner.com um, but also I've got a Facebook page which is um, the same name and, and easy to find um, and obviously uh, I've obviously got an email address as well which is advice at highperformancerunner.com so it's nice and simple, uh, no fancy uh, uh, email addresses and so on and, and um, I, I'm, I'm really you know I, I'll try and answer any question that I can if I've got some knowledge uh, and experience about it um, you know it's not it's, it, I'm, I'm not going to try and uh, pull people in to, to uh, get them on some sort of coaching program or anything exactly as, uh, uh, as you said at the beginning um, I operate on a basis if, if people think I provide them with uh, good advice and, and support then they can make a donation if they want to but there's no there's no obligation whatsoever to do that and and i'll always answer uh, people's questions no matter what so uh, fantastic so one final thing we've got 30 seconds to do it before bruce comes round. what one piece of advice would you give to any runner out there um listen to your body um far too many runners just uh, train through things which they, sh- they should they should um, take a little bit of rest uh, when they need it um, drop the pace down a little bit when they need to but push on when also push on when they need to so you get this hard easy kind of balance so when you're training like they the, the, the are tonight it's all effort all effort goes in it's very very hard but then they make sure that they have a few days uh, recovery and to do that you've got to listen to yourself exactly where you are you know if you come into a session like this and you you're already um, very very tired or you're carrying an injury then you're better not to do it save it for till you're okay so well thanks very much john i feel inspired myself so i'll leave you be bruce is just coming back around yeah okay. come along have some much. fun yeah, it's fantastic yeah I'll, I'll look forward to seeing anybody come up anybody be welcome any any level thank you thank you This week's Facebook question was a nice simple one. What's the greatest race you've done and why? Ian Corley, beer lovers marathon in Liège. And the first and third words should be enough to explain why. Hmm, not sure about the third word, marathon, but I'd take the beer and the lovers. Steve McCann, his second Potter's Marathon. His first went badly and involved a lot of walking. 
His second one wasn't his fastest, but it was his first marathon he was able to do without walking. Meant he paced it correctly. Uh, his best running has been built on that base. Yeah, I agree with that, Steve. Although I don't think I've ever done a marathon without walking. William the Bruce, the Canuck Chase Dirty Dozen. A 12k trail run around Canuck Chase. It had great views, a challenging route, no route. No roads, no roads, and lots of support. I might give that a go myself, William the Bruce. And Andrew Pemberton's put Snowdonia Ultra because it's a... I'll let you fill that word in yourself. He's still got a gold medal, though. Great. And I think we might have even had a review within that from William the Bruce. It's your friendly fixture service. We've got another long list this week, so let's get straight on with it. On the 23rd of May, we've got the Dunham Massey 5K. On the 26th of May, we've got the Endham Well Dressing 5K. On the 28th of May, we've got the South Cheshire Race Series number one. On the 30th of May, we've got the Summer Series Race number one. That is featured in episode number one. On the 1st of June, we've got the Chillington Half Marathon and 10K. And also the Abney 5k trail, which is in Cheadle Hume. On the 2nd of June, we've got the Westbridge 5. The 4th of June, we've got the Race for Life Stoke. The 6th of June, we've got the Bowden 5k, which is in Altrincham. On the 9th of June, we've got the Potters Half Marathon. Uh, sorry, on the 8th of June, we've got the Lim Festival 5k as well. And also on the 9th of June, we've got the Tatton 10k June race. It's the most important time of the week. It's competition time. So yeah, who won the Mia Brook 15 prize? Well, by default, it's gone to William the Bruce, who sent us a very short review of the Canic Chase race. So yeah, well done, William. Send us your details. And remember, anybody else, how easy it is to win. Yeah, so next week's competition, we have a place to the Westbridge 5 Again, all you've got to do is send us a review either on the Anchor podcast or on your Voice Memos app or, if all else fails, send us a written review. The winner will be announced next week on next week's podcast. All the best! Well, that's it for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Uh, I'm off to Liverpool this weekend to take part in hopefully Prince's Park run on the Saturday and then the marathon on the Sunday, the rock and roll. And then on Monday I'm off to Spain, so it'll be a week of warm weather training hopefully. So yeah, I'll see you this time next week. Goodbye and keep run sacking.